Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. So excited to be recording an intro for this week's episode. So you are going to just die. I love Janika. You guys are going to love her. She manifested 100k in her first year of business. Well, I think this is her first year, but <laughs> she set that goal and made it by October, not even by December by October. She's one of my mastermind sisters and I adore her. She was with me in Hawaii. So you guys have to check out all of our pics on Insta. So yeah, that's the situation. I just got done with Thanksgiving break for school and had the most chill time ever. Honestly, normally I would have taken that opportunity to go on a trip, but you guys from December through 2019, I am traveling so much. So one, if you're not following me on Instagram, you probably should because there's going to be so many pictures and videos and just so many updates to come on all of the travels. But took a chill pill for this break and basically just did self-care for like five days. Kid you not. I had a couple calls where I just like did podcast interviews with people, got on the phone with a couple of clients, but I did huge vegan Thanksgiving with my mom. I went Black Friday shopping with my friend and then just spent the time like taking baths and journaling and cleaning and watching Gossip Girl and just feeling really good and working out, of course, and coming down from eating all the Thanksgiving carbs. So also, if you want to manifest abs after getting, after eating all the Thanksgiving carbs, have an episode a couple episodes back about manifesting abs in two weeks. So go listen to that one. But <laughs> um, I'm feeling really good. After focusing on my vibe and focusing on what I wanted, that was something I journaled about a lot over this break was like, getting specific about the things I wanted. Like I went through my own practical magic worksheet, um, which is the new little workbook I have and got specific about the things I wanted to manifest before the year ends and just feels so dang good. Let me tell you. So I have huge manifestations coming in to fruition right now. And oh my goodness, I posted on my Insta stories um, that there's going to be a follow-up episode to the episode I did about seven ways to up-level or to manifest and up-level. I'm going to do a part two of that, of what my life's been like since manifesting and up-level. And oh my God, you guys are just going to die. You're going to love it. Seriously. So expect that soon. And yeah, I feel like I'm just rambling, but I just love sitting here and acting like I'm talking to you and updating on my life. So let's get on with our sponsor. Let's get on with our spiritual splurge. And then I'll give you all to this good interview with Janika. So excited. Okay. So today's episode is sponsored by my Mindset Magic and Manifestation Daily Ritual. You all already know, but if you don't have it, then you clearly don't know. So (laughs) I did a poll on Instagram once. 
I asked, do you have a daily ritual? Do you have a morning routine? And almost everyone said no, like probably 80%. And I like gasped, like, <gasps> because my daily ritual sets me up for success. Like literally this up-leveling I've manifested all comes from starting my day with my daily ritual. So I packaged it all up, put it in a cute little mini course, selling it for $37. You need your hands on it. If you want to manifest money, great relationships, first class upgrades, all the goods. Okay. So links in the show notes for the rest of the details. And for this week's spiritual splurge, I'm so excited. So it is beauty water. Have you heard? So there's this really cute smoothie bar in Omaha, my hometown, and it's called the Grove. And they do, it's like a cafe smoothie bar yeah, they do acai bowls and they have like all these adaptogens and all this cute, like healthy stuff. And it's super Insta worthy. Like if you scroll my Instagram feed, it's definitely in there tagged somewhere. (laughs) Um, but their H2O, their beauty H2O is to die for. Um, they have, they can't speak. So it says on the bottle, I'm holding it right now. It says beauty superfood under beauty H2O and it's alkaline and rose water with crushed pearl and a berry that I cannot pronounce. But you guys, this stuff is so good. I literally feel so luxury when I drink it because it's like drinking roses and pearls, but it tastes like water and it's not gross. Like, and it's good for you. It makes you beautiful from the inside out. <laughs> Basically how the water works is it's normal water and then they drop in these little drops. Okay, I literally Googled it or I looked it up on their website because I wanted to say it correctly. Okay, they're concentrates. So they have a beauty one and they also have a detox one, which is super cool. And online they have all of these boosters for like radiance and power and spirit and like just all of this super cute stuff. It's like 30 bucks and it makes you healthier, makes you prettier and makes you more confident. Who doesn't want that? I want to feel luxury, pretty, and confident from drinking this pretty water. So yeah, that's my luxury splurge from the week because it's like a $5 water. And if you get the concentrate itself, that's like 30 bucks. So a little bit of a splurge for some water, but totally worth it. So I will have that linked up below. And if I can't find the link for the beauty um, drops, there is another brand that is super bougie and cute that I know has it. So it will all be linked in the show notes. So with that being said, let's just hop into this interview with Janika. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. Today's episode is super special because I have one of my mastermind sisters with me here today. Her name is Janika, and she is literally one of the most intentional and caring women that I know. She's my Capricorn twin because we literally have the same birthday, and she's a business mentor for ambitious AF women who are super results-driven for coaches and influencers, teaching them how they can have it all. So welcome to the podcast, Janika. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm so happy we're having this conversation because yeah, we just connected as soon as we met in person. So really looking forward to sharing all our manifesting stories together. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you're so welcome. You guys, Janika balances so many things in her life. She only works three days a week and has like such a thriving business and she is just so magical. You're going to love her and I'm really excited for this interview. So shall we get started with some speed dating questions? Let's do it. Okay. Well, I kind of already gave this away, but what's your horoscope sign? (laughs) I am the half goat and half fish, <laughs> Capricorn, <laughs> January 13, 
1986. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. Dated myself. Totally dated myself. I love it. I love that we have the same birthday. It's so special. What are the chances? (laughs) It's so so crazy how similar we are. And like, we both love pink and we just love like girly clothes and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And we're like pretty hardworking, I think. And Um, yeah, we talked about like how we like being around people, but we also love our time alone. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And Janika and I were together in Hawaii when we, we stayed at the Ritz together. It was really bougie. You can check out all of our pics on Instagram, which will be all linked up below, but yeah. Yes. Okay. So are you a morning or a night person? I used to be a night person and then I just recently changed my routine so I'm actually feeling really exhausted at night and then I, I'll get up in the morning and I find I'm more grounded when I, when I get myself in that energy of excitement in the morning as opposed to at night. Um, so I'd like to say now I'm a morning person um, and that just sets the tone for my day. <laughs> totally. And then following that up, what is your morning practice? My morning practice includes a little bit of magic. So I will turn my diffuser on, put on my favorite essential oils, and then I will put on some music in the background, something that um, sort of grounds me, and I'll light my sage, my Palo Santo. It's a little bit long and drawn, but (laughs) I really love tapping into the feeling of um, just being connected to me before the chaos starts and my girls wake up. So I'll throw on like a five to 10 minute guided meditation. And, um, before I do that, I'll have a crystal in my hand. I just intuitively pick one. I'll sort of read what that crystal is all about. And I'll start to feel the feelings that that crystal represents. And when I'm in my guided meditation, Um, I'm either focusing on the breathing or I have the intention of really uh, tapping into the energy of the crystal. So there's two different things that I'm doing. Um, But yeah, usually about 10, 15 minutes. I'm totally high vibe. I literally feel like I've smoked the biggest joint after my meditation, (laughs) (laughs) which is like such a cool feeling first thing in the morning. I'll pick out some cards. Um, Sometimes I'll, I'll journal, but I mean, it just depends on how quickly my girls wake up, but I think having the intention and feeling really grounded for me is, is the best way to start my day and how I, yeah. And how I really set myself up energetically for, um, what I need to do, um, for the day to come. Mm, I love that. My friend who also lives in Vancouver and Jess from studio 99, she always calls stuff like that, a spiritual hot box. And I'm like, yes, that is the oh, best way yeah, to explain that is it. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take note of that. Oh yes. The spiritual hot box. It's so funny. I love that. And I think morning routines are just so important to like set the tone for your day, but also to sit there and show up for yourself and let yourself connect. So you feel grounded at least starting your day before all the crazy happens. Yeah. And I think uh, what I use that morning for is to get clear on what I'm feeling right now. So maybe I'm afraid of doing my live videos for the day, or I'm feeling really stuck in the content I've been creating, or um, I'm not really sure how my program is going to unfold. I, I really use that time in the morning to um, connect to what I'm feeling and then to sort of 
let it go through my breath um, and leave it up to the universe and just ask for that support and that guidance um, without ignoring whatever I feel blocked about or any limiting beliefs that come up. It's just giving myself that time to, to, to let it go and to, and to align myself with, okay, what, well, what do I want instead of what do I not want? <laughs> mm, I love that. What's your favorite crystal at the moment? My favorite crystal at the moment is malachite. Ooh. Yeah, I have a malachite and it's, it's, it's actually the size of my palm, but I use it um, to get rid of any really heavy, toxic energy that I'm feeling. And sometimes it's the crystal I go to Monday morning because maybe Friday or Saturday I've been drinking or like mm-hmm. I've been spending time with people that are maybe not in the same vibration. So I use that crystal to lift heavy energy out um, out of me. And I actually, if I'm in a really deep meditation, I, I swear I, I hold it in my hand and I feel like a ringing in my left ear. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I've never even heard of that crystal. I'll have to look it up oh. so I can see what it looks like. But you have to get the one that is, um, that's not raw because okay. the, when it comes in its raw form, it could be really toxic. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah. But they sell it raw, which is really weird, but hmm. Don't buy it. <laughs> Especially if you have kids. It's not, it's not safe. Okay. Yeah. Probably not for animals either then. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so wild. There are so many things to know about crystals. It's like some you can put in water, some you can't. Some are toxic, some aren't. <laughs> I know, right? So many rules. But yeah. they're so fragile. So you kind of have to like take care of it like a baby. I know. So many rules for like the highest vibe thing on the planet. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Where is your favorite place that you've traveled to? My favorite place that I've traveled to so far has to be Boracay in the Philippines. Ooh. Yeah, it is so majestic. The water is clear and incredibly like you would see in the movies. It's very similar to Thailand, I think they, it's Kopipi Lei. I think that's mm-hmm. the name of the island. Island, but it is it is so majestic. It's clear. It's beautiful. It's got little um, hills off to the side, which reminds me of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like the weather is so beautiful. The vibe is really. Um, I love the vibe. It's super chill there, and yeah, obviously, like it's super hot. I love, I love hot weather because it gets really cold here. Oh my God. Same. There's literally snow on the ground outside right now. So I'm like, send me somewhere warm. Yeah, totally. Oh no, you have snow. We had snowstorms all weekend. It's been crazy. (laughs) So no more fall for us. That's so beautiful. When did you go? When were you in the Philippines? I actually went in February and that was, yeah, that was, uh, we went for about went to the Philippines for three weeks, but Boracay for five days. And I went with twenty of my other family members. We had a reunion. We went in the Philippines, and we were just traveling with our girls for the first time. So I think that's why mm-hmm. I loved that place too, because of the people I was with. Um, but yeah, it was the trip of a lifetime. <laughs> I love it. Do you feel like in the Philippines, there is like a spiritual vibe about it? Like, you know, we're in Hawaii and you can definitely feel a certain kind of vibe. Was it the same way? I, I feel like the vibe is really different there only because it's pretty third world. Mm. Um, and, 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 and super, super chaotic. But in the evening when 
when the beach sort of shut down and different artists were on the beach playing, you know, their musical instruments and maybe singing, I definitely connected to, yeah, to the, to that energy where it was more relaxed and, and people with different talents were sort of coming out and being seen. But I think the water and the ocean, like just being, just being there alone in itself was incredibly like fulfilling. I, I, I felt it. Um, but yeah, the, the nighttime was pretty cool too, because you had a lot of people come out and, and um, sing live music and we were doing the hookah by the beach. It was so awesome. Oh my gosh. It yeah. sounds so magical. <laughs> It was, it was. And then you had little, little kids come up to you if I'm um, asking if you wanted fresh mangoes. Um, yes. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> really good. I love it. Okay. Well, we all need to add that to our travel bucket list now. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. What's the coolest thing that you've manifested? The coolest thing I've manifested, I think my husband. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <sighs> And it was super intentional. I, I, I basically manifested him and how I know that is because I, I remember writing a list of all the things that I wanted in a man. And um, <clears throat> not only did I create that list, I, I raised my vibe energetically. So I knew that in order for me to meet a man like this at that caliber, I needed to be worthy and like not worthy, but I needed to be that woman that a man like that wanted in his life. And mm -hmm. so I already knew I was all these things like, um, you know, super independent and, uh, you know, healthy and fit, but it was tapping more into that. So I remember going to the gym and being in the best shape of my life. I remember uh, not worrying about whether he was coming or not. I would, I would, I would be open to meeting different people. I wasn't scared, but at the same time, I wasn't attached to the outcome. If it didn't work out, I just knew it was this or something better. Um, I remember holding on to, I remember holding on to a guy, which for <laughs> some people it could be like a negative thought. Um, and it, and, and this guy was totally cock blocking. <laughs> oh. my, yeah. Like just, I could energetically me holding on to him and, and this guy that wasn't necessarily the ideal man was blocking me from meeting Daniel. So I remember cutting off ties with this one guy. We had been dating for about six months. I finally, you know, blew him off for the third time. And I knew at that time, okay, I'm totally done with him. I'm ready to meet the one. And that same night, it was a random Tuesday night that I went to a industry night party downtown. It was a random evening. And that's when I met Daniel. And, and it was at that same time, he tells me too, that he told his brother-in-law that he was ready to meet the one. And oh uh, yeah, so we, we met, we, we exchanged numbers. He wanted to walk me home. I told him that wasn't allowed. <laughs> Love and, it. Uh, yeah. And then I just, everything about him just checked off. Like he's a family man. He's ambitious. He's got his own thing going on. He's really tall. He's, you know, a little older, but not too old <laughs> drives a nice car like everything just I didn't cut corners and I think when you're so specific about what you want um and you and you aren't afraid to put yourself out there and to you know maybe get hurt um or to get dirty like just just knowing that it's on its way and doing your part is exactly what can be said about any manifestation that you really want to have in your life 
Totally. I love that. It's like the literally like the same day you're like, okay, I'm literally done with this guy. Then the perfect guy comes like what divine timing. The universe always has the most wild plans for us. <laughs> it's so true. And I was, and I was holding on to it to the, 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 the guy before, cause I was so scared that I wouldn't find anyone and that I'd be alone. Um, but that, that could be said about anything. It could be about a job that you're holding onto and you think you're never going to, you know, make as much money, but yeah, the universe does have bigger plans and, and our job is just to trust that this or something better. And that's, yeah. And that just happened so quickly. So that part, I didn't realize how soon it would come, but it did. I love it. You're the second person to say the coolest thing you've manifested is a partner. So you guys, it's possible. <laughs> yes. I'm so happy. I remember that. <laughs> love it. Okay. What's your favorite luxury splurge? Recently, I mean, I've splurged on, I think, I think my first ever big luxury splurge was when I bought my penthouse condo in Vancouver, Yale town. I was single. I had saved enough money and, and that was like basically everything that I ever had almost to the penny. I got into, (laughs) I got into my condo, um, and, and it was, it was amazing. Like I'd never, I, I, I'd never even bought a Louis Vuitton purse and I did that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, recently I've been working like on my money story and my relationship with money. And, uh, I, you know, going off of, on how I've never actually bought myself like a Louis or anything expensive. I think the first expensive thing I ever bought that was Louis Vuitton was for Daniel, Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, like, here I am not even feeding myself, but I've been working on that. So, so actually in September after, you know, feeling really good about the year, I went and bought Gucci and Louis all in the same fucking month. Oh yeah. That's the way we roll here. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I God. Are you buying that. Daniel Louis before yourself? Oh I believe that because you're such a giver, but yeah, we need to give ourselves the Louis. <laughs> totally, totally. Now I'm like, okay, thinking Chanel. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Chanel would totally fit your aesthetic. You need to I go to know. Chanel. But I'm still, I still can't wrap my my mind around like spending five thousand dollars on a or you know, ten thousand dollars on a person. Mm-hmm. But that's all changing. <laughs> yes. Changing the money that. story. Yeah. Little by little. Yes. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite book? My favorite book, I guess for the time right now, the book that I keep going back to is Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. I love that book. <laughs> Me too. It's, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really easy read. And I find, I find it sort of works like a deck of um, tarot cards because you, you, you turn the page and it's always the message that you need to hear at that moment in time. And I just find that uh, what I'm going through right now and just sort of becoming more grounded in my spiritual journey and really embracing my light, it's very in alignment with, yeah, with a lot of what I feel like I'm going through in this evolution of, of where I'm at in my life. Mm, I love that. I picked up the book when I was, when I feel like I was in a similar spot is when I was really starting to own the fact that I was really spiritual. I was kind of like hiding it from the world. And it was like 
that was a period of time that I was reading that book to kind of be more comfortable um, with being open about it and with like sharing my light. It's such a good one for that. And you can just read like two pages a day. It's not like you have to commit an hour to reading a chapter. And so I love, love, love that book. Totally. Yeah. It's so cool that that book came to you at that time because yeah. that's sort of, yeah, that's sort of when that book fell on my lap is when I was embracing my spiritual gifts. I love her. I have her card, her Oracle card deck. I just love the way she speaks and articulates things. And like she has her like guided light meditation that goes with the book and it's so good. Have you done it yet? I have not. And I probably look for that. Yeah. It's like, it's called like light sourcing and it's on her website. You'll have to check it out because I always literally feel like spiritually high after doing it. So that's definitely something you want. I think it's like 15 minutes. So when you have like a hot minute to do it, but it's so good. Oh, I'm totally looking for that. Okay, cool. Thanks. Note taken. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Okay. And our last speed dating question, what is your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment? Right now, it has to be a holiday favorite. Um, I usually like to get my drinks based on the season. So it's the creme brulee. So fucking good. Ooh. Delicious. From Starbucks, it's the creme brulee latte. Okay. And, oh my goodness. It just feels like Christmas. It feels like it's it feels luxurious it feels it's obviously like really sweet I get the half I get the half um half whip but other than that it is it is a decadent treat for sure um I love that I'm finding myself in a very strong period of time where I miss Canada so I get like maple lattes every time I can so good yeah we have like fake maple syrup here. I mean, you can find the real stuff too, but it's like, oh, I miss Canada. So I get maple lattes all the oh time. Oh my God. I'm so that. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you make fun. do with what you have. Yes, exactly. I love holiday drinks. It's hard for me because yeah. like Starbucks, most of their holiday drinks aren't vegan. They always have like milk in like the syrups, which right. is super weird. So yeah, I always have to be careful. But I did find a place that had vegan pumpkin spice at one point. So that oh, was cool. that's the best. Oh, man. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> if I come across any recipes, I will send it over to you. <laughs> yes, please do. I'm yeah. Best. Okay. <laughs> so that wraps up our speed dating questions. And now we get to dive into you, which I'm so excited because I could probably listen to you talk for like four hours. So I know the listeners are going to love you. Um, so tell us about your spiritual journey. Like where did this all start? Yeah, I think for me it was early. I mean, I grew up as a Catholic and I went to church every Sundays. And then I remember getting my direct sales position, that job and that company I was working for when, when I was 18, 19. And they introduced the secret to me, the book. And I learned about the law of attraction at a really young age. And I firmly believe that's what manifested a lot of the things I was able to at such a young age. Uh, but then I sort of fell off and I forgot about it. I, I think I became so much in my head and I started to overanalyze things that I needed a break from all this spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I did that, I also started to lose my sense of self. And of course, over time, I found myself, you know, um, well, at that time, I sold my company. I, I did have several investment properties, which were great, but I was also in debt. And I was alone. I didn't have the love of my life. So over time, I've sort of just been 
looking at it and remembering it, but it wasn't until last year where I felt like it was probably a really rock bottom for me. And it's, you know, everyone's rock bottom is different. Um, for me, it was, you know, I was struggling as a new mom with two kids under two. I, I only wanted to run an online business, which meant I had absolutely no idea what that was going to look like. I was totally brand new to the online world. Um, and I was in $20,000, $20,000 debt. And, uh, and, and at that time too, I wanted to compete for a pageant. It was like this crazy nudge I had to do, um, or to try out for it. So I remember just like not being sure what my purpose was and how I do on stage and if I'd ever get out of debt. And I just, I basically like got on my knees and started meditating and just started praying and listening to Gabby Bernstein's free content and, um, doing it in my closet, you know, when everyone was sleeping. And I just remember like, I just remember how much clarity I got. I remember feeling really a lot better. I felt like the weight was lifted off my shoulders. I had more a sense of like direction. I, I was inspired to do different things. And then I realized I had such a messed up relationship with my money, um, which changed the trajectory of like how I did ran my business, how I priced my services, how I manifested and attracted abundance. Um, but I owe it all to my spiritual journey. Had I not, had I not felt like I could rely on something bigger than me, I don't think I would be as strong or as much of a risk taker as I am today. But knowing that the universe has my back, knowing that I'm actually in control of a lot of things um, and that I can choose to reinvent my life and that I don't have to do it alone or in fear has has really been the catalyst for you know um, where my business is at today, where my marriage is today, who I am as a mother, um, how I attract things in my life, how I manage with my you know the time and the stress and the chaos that comes with being an ambitious woman and you know wanting to build a thriving business while still serving her community. Um, it's really definitely um, given me you know a foundation for growth. And it, it all started when I think I felt like I was at rock bottom. Mm, I love that. How did you stumble across Gabby Bernstein? Like, how did you find this content during your rock bottom? Uh, you know, I actually discovered Gabby Bernstein over when I was 21, like over 10 years ago. I remember, I remember always wanting to inspire and empower people. That's a lot of what I did in my own company. Um, and, and I came across her website. It was called her future, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I've just always resonated with what she did. So I just remember coming back to her and seeing how far she had gone since I first discovered her and her story blew me away because of how much she was able to transform her life. So it gave me a sense of hope knowing that I'm maybe not, I might not be as rock bottom as her, but if she can transform her life now then I can do it. Right. Mm, totally. So yeah, I just like, I obsessed over her. I obsessed over Danielle Laporte and a little bit with Mar Marie Forleo, but mm. I think Danielle Laporte and uh, Gabby Bernstein were the two catalysts for like this idea of, um, yeah, just transforming my life. I love it. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. And it, like the right content always finds us when we need it. Like we always just stumble across the perfect thing at the perfect time when we need it the most. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and it happens when you are, 
when you're ready. I think um, there's a quote when the student is ready, the teacher will come. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single time. It's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, I love it. You mentioned how you just realized that like your money story was really, really messed up. And you mentioned that earlier talking about the bags. So like, how are you working through your money story currently? Like, are you doing journal prompts? Are you doing meditations? What is that looking like? I, well, I came from a, uh, like a home of lack where everything was, there's not enough money. Um, you know, money is hard to make. We can't afford this. I watched our car get repossessed when I was really young and that was so devastating. So I am now more aware of my own relationship with money as if I was aware of my marriage and, you know, our relationship as a couple. And so I just, I just catch myself with how I'm feeling about my money. So if I want to, if I'm at the liquor store and I'm looking at different bottles of wine to, to buy, I, I, every now and then I'll catch myself, you know, saying, Oh my God, that's too expensive. I can't buy it. But it's in that moment of recognition, like, Oh my God, I'm talking as if I don't have it. And I'm, it's coming from a place of lack. It's just a choice that I make and how I talk about money and how I feel about money in that given time. So instead of saying I can't afford it, I actually now go buy that expensive wine within reason. You know, I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on a bottle if it's just wine I'm going to drink at home. <laughs> um, but being able to treat myself and to be able to receive knowing that I do work hard, um, that I can, that I can make, that I can strengthen that relationship because it always comes back. Money is energy. And that's what I try to tell myself every time, every time I, um, you know, if I buy a new course or if I'm investing in a coach, I, I really look at it as, as an investment, as opposed to I'm spending the money and it's not coming back. Like everything I do is all energy. So if I'm going to spend money, which is energy, then I look at what is the energetic return on that um, investment. And if it's a bottle of wine, the energetic return on that is when I drink it, I'm going to feel like a million bucks. And that in itself is going to raise my vibe, right? Totally. And that is so true. It's like, and sometimes I've heard this quote where it's like, okay, if you don't go for the expensive thing, that money that you would have spent that you didn't spend is just going to go to something kind of pointless. Like it's just going to go to something you didn't need because you weren't spending it intentionally. And so it really does all come back to that energy. And for me, I feel like when my friends and I like go to the store to get wine, if we pick the cheaper one, I like, you don't enjoy it as much because it's not like you didn't put as much weight into it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's not as, and, and you don't, which means like you don't feel good when you're drinking it as, as yeah. good as you would have felt if it was more a, an expensive bottle of wine. So actually feeling good, you raise your vibe, right? So right. maybe that energy of feeling good might attract, you know, abundance in, 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 in a different form. And I remember doing this work um, when I was healing my relationship with money and it was really, really deep work. And, uh, and, and I apply it every time now, but even like, you know, decluttering and cleaning things up, uh, when I, whenever I'm feeling like, you know, there's too much chaos, I'll, I'll clean things up and all of a sudden, like a check will come in the mail or I'll find money in my purse or, <laughs> um, you know, a client will sign. It's just so cool to be aware of our energy around money and, and our space. And every time we take action on what we actually do want then we create space for more. So it's not always a journaling prompt. It's really just a day-to-day -day, um, 
uh, self-awareness on, on how I'm actually going about um, handling my relationship with money. Mm, that's amazing. I think the girls listening are going to love that because it feels like when we're checking out all this content, like you and I were literally just talking about this earlier today over WhatsApp, but like there's just so much content out there and it feels like there's always a new journal prompt or like a new thing to add and a new thing to read that like mm -hmm. sometimes we just need to focus on what are we thinking? Like where are we directing our thoughts? Like, like you said, sometimes it's not always a journal prompt. Sometimes it's not sitting in a 20 minute meditation. It's watching what's going through your mind while you're functioning in the day-to-day -day. totally totally because that in itself is really the only place to go is like okay well what's happening asking ourselves the questions of like okay what's what's up right now what am i feeling what am i thinking um and then changing the story right <laughs> changing the story right then and there um yeah which which can which can take us away from all of the chaos that's happening outside of us um, right. It's just like choosing, okay, well, what do I really want to feel right now? Let's, let's focus on that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like the biggest application that you can actually have on your life is just reading your own thoughts. And something that I've been noticing a lot with like my friends and clients lately is I'll like, just be asking them questions because it's like the quality of your life is the quality of the questions you're asking. And people are like, Oh my God, that's such a good question. You ask such good questions. I'm like, this is stuff you should be asking yourself all the time. Like you should constantly be questioning. Why am I thinking this? Why am I feeling this? Just asking questions and questions and always paying attention. Yes. 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 There's actually a book for that. I'm not sure if you've read it untethered soul. Oh, I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's basically um, breaks down, you know, what it means to have like incredible self-awareness and, mm. um, and, 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 it, and it actually helps me and, and I catch myself whenever I'm, you know, in fear or whenever I'm in a crazy thought. So um, yeah, Untethered Soul is another one I highly, highly recommend. Okay. Adding that to my list. I'm actually going to Barnes and Noble tomorrow with my mom because she's coming to town and I'm going to get that book. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Okay. Just going on our little money train. So you manifested a really big and exciting goal this year and I got to experience it with you in Hawaii and it was just so crazy, but you manifested your hundred K year not by December, but by October. So please share the details, the excitement, <laughs> the action, the tips, just, yeah, yeah just brag about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. No problem. <laughs> it would have been a problem maybe a few months ago, but I'm definitely owning it right now, which I think has been the biggest, uh, biggest, the biggest lesson for me is owning the fact that I want six figures. I think a lot of us want success, but we don't own specifically what that looks like. And at the beginning of the year, I set myself up for that goal. Even though I have three kids to take care of, even though I only have three days during the work week to work on my business, even though I refuse to work hard, I set that crazy ass goal. And I, and I was just open to it. And I think the biggest tip I have about that is to energetically decide what that version of you, the version of you who's manifested the six figure year, what is she, what is she doing? What does she feel like? What does she have? What is she thinking? Um, what is she eating? What is she wearing? And really embodying that version of you who's already manifested six figures. So 
uh, every day because I knew that going into it, it's sort of the intention I had every day is how do I show up as that woman who is that version? And in doing that, it really helped me really grow my Facebook group. It helped me to share my story, which I'm not one to talk about my life and I've never been vulnerable. I don't like letting people in on my business, but being in the position I'm in, the only way people are going to resonate with you is if you actually show up. So the woman that is making six figures is the woman that is telling her story. She is going and doing live videos. She's hosting challenges. She is, you know, showing up online as often as she can, but doing it from a place of feeling high vibe. The six figure version of me is aligned as she is really committed to her spiritual journey. Um, she is, you know, not afraid of being uncomfortable. She invests in really expensive coaches, which I think was one of the hardest things I've had to do is like to part with my money and give back to myself in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but then it goes back to, okay, the six figure version of Janika is spending $10,000 on a coach. Um, so that's definitely something I've had to step into and also charging what I know deep down I'm worth, even though, even though, even though that voice in my mind tells me it's ludicrous, <laughs> I remember, I remember in April, um, I, oh God, I remember in April. So this is sort of like what really set things off. I remember doing this work and, you know, believing just to, even just a little belief that the six figure year was possible. And I remember, I remember totally uh, dropping my membership, which would have been only $30 a month. And going big, right? So I dropped the $30 membership site. I remember I dropped the $2,500 one-on-one coaching package. And in April, I launched a $1,500 course and I raised my prices from 2,500 to 10,000. Oh and God. I did that all <laughs> in one month. I'm like, fuck it. It's happening. And I just stepped into it. I just continued to step into it and I continued to offer value. If I'm going to receive that much money, I'm going to make sure that I'm giving as much value. So, so I just, yeah, I remember really going at it and doing so many scary things. And, and that month I finished, it was the biggest month ever. It was, um, 32 K in one fucking month. Mm, I got amazing. <laughs> I know I got my 10 K client and, um, I sold a handful of spots for my course. So, so that's what really gave me the, uh, like, as you can imagine, like the confidence to, to keep going. Um, but it's the daily work that we do to step into the woman that we want to be, um, and asking ourselves, like, what would she do mm. and really embodying that, which I think is what really attracts the, the abundance. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. And I talk a lot to my audience and to my clients about like your next level self. What does she look like? Like, cause when you don't know what she looks like, what she's doing, then how can you become her? Amen. I love that. Okay. I can just hear this question coming from my audience. Okay. So they have their next level self in mind and they want to know how can I step into her without spending all of the money? What would you say? Mm. You know what? I think it's uh, just doing an inventory of a daily inventory of who you are right now, who's in your life, who you need to let go of, 
um, you know, physically decluttering um, and creating time and space for the connection that you probably haven't had with yourself in a really long time. I mean, mm. you don't need a coach uh, right away. You just need to learn how to coach yourself. Um, I think is the biggest thing. And, and, and part of that, part of that looks like spending time with your soul and doing all the soul care stuff, you know, like this whole, this whole movement on self care isn't, it's not a trend. It's, it's what needs to happen in order for us to survive and to thrive in this world. And I think once you can get yourself to that place of feeling worthy, that place of feeling, um, really, uh, really good about your future, mm -hmm. then, then you might make it an investment. But in the meantime, there's so many things you can do before investing in the coach. And that means, um, yeah, spending time and in, in looking within <laughs> like meditating, which we all, we've all talked about. And I know you have this amazing guide that you can help people with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just creating that space for yourself that doesn't cost any time, but, but but time is money. So looking at the way you spend time is actually the way you're going to invest back into yourself. So using your time more wisely, spending it, asking yourself the questions that you probably don't normally ask yourself, like, why am I scared? What's going on? What do I really want? What do I need to let go of? Um, what do I, what do I need right now? Who's going to help me? Um, how can I, how can I move towards the direction of my dreams now? And, and just stepping into it day by day without over being overwhelmed with the big picture is really important. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love the idea of just like, you don't have to have a coach at first. And honestly, it's so helpful when we start our own journey and then we ask for help. Because when you're on your journey, you're asking yourself questions. Maybe you're journaling out feelings. You're starting to gain awareness. You can ask more specific questions and with your coach, learn the things that you want to learn instead of start from ground zero. And so it's, I love helping my clients who are on this journey and they know what they need to do but maybe they just need some extra support. Maybe they need to bounce ideas off me. But at the end of the day, you have all the answers in you. So starting that journey, just even alone is amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's where we all, it's where we all start, I think. Mm -hmm. And, and then a coach just sort of facilitates. And I think, I mean, personally, I think a coach just speeds up the process. Like if you're, yes. if you're ready to change your life, um, you can figure it out your way or you can, you can, close the gap of time and have someone actually guide you through it, which I think um, is the best investment you can make. Cause at the end of the day, like when you invest in the coach, you're just buying time, I think. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And I love having that support element. I think that's so important because like, especially if like you're in the online space, it can be really lonely. And so it's like having that support, having somebody to hold your hand and speed you along the timeline is the best feeling ever. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. So you are the queen of having it all. So what does that mean to you? Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I am just stepping into that and realizing, you know, uh, it's totally possible. And for me, having it all doesn't mean necessarily all the materialistic things in the world. I, I think that's one component of having it all. But what I want women to know is that you can have it all when it's all um, 
balance and, and, and when you, when it's in perspective and when you, when you're really clear on what that looks like. So for me, having it all means having a healthy marriage and relationship. It means, um, being present with my kids. It means feeling good about my body and my mind. It means having a connection to who I am and to others. It means, it means, running a thriving business that makes me money, that gives me time, that makes me excited and um, creates impact. Because I think at the end of the day, we all have a purpose here. And unless we're touching someone else's life, you know, we aren't necessarily fulfilling our role here on this earth. So I think that's what a lot of people want to do is to, to know that they're creating an impact and making a difference. Um, having it all can mean, you know, part of it could mean having good sex. It could mean like going and buying what you want without feeling bad about it. It means getting your nails done without feeling guilty. It means, you know, spending your time in yoga class or, uh, you know, journaling on what you want or traveling whenever you want. Like I really believe that you can have it all if you get really clear on what you want and it's going to look like it's going to look very different for everybody but what i want people to know is that whatever you want it's totally possible you just need to believe it is and and everything you do around that belief um will manifest into reality mm, amazing it's really we do live in such an expansive universe where it is possible for us to have it all and i think that's a kind of a new era we're stepping into is that like in the past it was this or that and we're finally moving into a time where it's an and not an or mm, yeah totally and i think one of the one of the keys of having it all is knowing that you don't need to do it all Mm, so like part of growing a thriving business while still maintaining your social life and your marriage and your relationship with your kids is like delegating and giving mm. some of the work to someone who can have it. And like I've hired cleaners. It's one of the things I manifested in the last six months is I, I, I pay for the cleaner to come every two weeks. Cause you know what? I can have it all. I can have a nice clean house, but it doesn't mean I got to clean it. You know what I mean? Exactly. We don't have time to clean the house. We're time. buying Chanel bags. <laughs> Amen. That's right. I am getting my nails done. I'd rather do that than mm. clean the house. So I think that's another really important um, note to take, you know, to, to consider is that part of having it all means being okay with delegating and trusting other people to help you. Um, so that you can do what you truly want to do and what you're the best at. Mm, yeah. And I think a really interesting thing that we can bring up here is you have a podcast episode about like the cost of having it all. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah. The cost of having it all. God, I mean, you know what? Really the cost is going to be your mental, emotional, and physical capacity to manage your desires. Mm -hmm. and what that looks like is spending your time doing the inner work because that's when that's when you that's when you become productive that's when you start to have these ideas that are so expansive that's when you become really creative with your time and with what you're doing when you actually spend those moments connected to yourself and i think um when i talk about time is money the cost of having it all will be the time that you spend with yourself. Mm, 
So when I, yeah, when I have my three days a week to work and I'm feeling frantic all of a sudden, cause I've got a million things I need to do. I know that having it all and being able to run a thriving business, it means I need to spend at least 15 minutes um, just with myself before getting into the masculine energy. And I think that's the key is using that time effectively to ground myself so that I can gain perspective so that I can gain the confidence, the courage, and also take away the anxiety from the, the, the journey of having it all. It's really taking away all the negative, um, negative energy and the stress that it might take to creating that life. Cause it can get really overwhelming. It can get really chaotic. You know, you're trying to make dinner. You've got the kids screaming. You've got an email you want to send out. Your husband, you know, has been neglected for the past two days. (laughs) Like you've got clients you need to get back to. And it's like, here you are sitting in this mess of, you know, of everything that you want and this idea of having it all. But all you really need to do is actually tune the fuck out, tune in, and then deal with reality. And actually with that awareness, with that new energy and that new vibration, you're better able then to like um, exist in every area um, mm. when, you, when you've taken that time to, to calm the crazy. <laughs> totally. And when you calm the crazy, you're just like approaching every situation as your best self, which only can bring you the best outcomes. I mean, when you just let yourself get sucked up in that vortex of crazy, then you're going to spiral into crazy. And so it's really important for us to take that step, take those deep breaths, take our 15 minutes, and then go back in with a clear mind. Yes, that's exactly it. And that is the ultimate cost is, Mm -hmm. yeah, making sure that you're emotionally, mentally, and physically capable of, of creating that life. Yeah. Okay. So what are your three top tips for having it all, for creating this have it all lifestyle? Uh, my three top tips is number one, what would that look like? So spend time actually designing what that life looks like, the life where you have it all, all the way down to what you're eating, maybe what you're wearing, what kind of, you know, face wash you're using, Mm -hmm. you know, where you're shopping and just get really specific. And then the next step would be to find out what's stopping you from having it all. So what is stopping you? Okay, let's, let's, let's look at all the reasons why you don't have it all right now. Let's look at that. Um, maybe it's a story you keep telling yourself. Maybe it's you know, people that you keep buying into their bullshit stories about, no, you can't have it all. You can't, have, you can't be a mom and run a thriving business or you can't leave your nine to five job. It's too much of a risk. Okay, so let's look at why you're not, why you don't have it all right now. And then the third thing is to write a new story. So what can you do right now to be the woman that has it all? What is the first step you can take to have it all right now? Yes. Action. Love it. Taking action. Take the first step, please. (laughs) And that's it. It's like masculine, feminine. It's just the masculine, you know, feminine energy is like really introspective. It's doing the inner work. It's really feeling. And then the masculine energy, which is the yin and the yang. It's the balance of like, okay, let's, let's take one small step. Maybe Maybe it's spending less time with this soul-sucking person, or maybe it's like um, starting that side business that you've always wanted to start while you have your full-time business, and then you can slowly transition. But like taking action is the only way that manifestation will come true because, or or come faster Mm -hmm. because your action is what's telling the universe that you believe it's possible. So with action, 
it creates momentum and then um that's what creates like that magnetic pull for what you want oh that's so perfect because this perfectly leads to my next question of like what are you currently manifesting and what are those action steps you're taking to align with it sorry what was that question again um, is what are you currently manifesting and what are the actions you're okay. taking to align with it? <laughs> so I am currently manifesting our dream home. And uh, this is the home that is going to really set uh, the foundation for our family. So one of the things that I've done and that I am obsessed with doing right now is really just envisioning and picturing myself in that home. Um, I'm actually decluttering and I'm already packing, right? So I'm acting as if like we're going to be moving anytime soon and just getting rid of old things and um, just being really conscious in how I'm spending and really not really spending because a lot of the things that I want to buy are going to be just for the house. Um, I'm also, I'm also, what else? Oh, I, I drove to the site of the house that I want to see. So really get a feel of like what the neighborhood is going to look like and feel like. And, um, and then also, and also creating the business plan that I have for 2019 to align with, you know, the vision that I have for this dream home. So, um, mm. if, if I'm going to be walking into this dream home, that's going to cost me a lot of money. Like what can I do to set myself up, um, so that the bills are paid, so that the furniture I want is already in check, um, so that I have some sort of a game plan because, you know, with moving it, you know, it can become really chaotic. So really ground myself in what 2019 looks like and also creating a vision board. I have a vision board um, that I'm staring at right now of mm -hmm. everything that I want the home to feel like and look like. So it's got like pillars, it's got a palm tree, it's got a bunch of white um, fixtures and it just looks completely luxurious, which I feel has been like the number one um, magnetic force in my office here is the vision board. I love that. It's like that perfect mix of the masculine and, and feminine energy. Again, like you're going to the neighborhood, you're getting the feeling of it. You have the vision board. You're like tapping into those things, but you're also like watching your spending because you know where you want to put that money. You're moving like stuff, you're decluttering. And it's that equal force of taking the actions for your mindset and taking the physical action. Yeah. I think that's the hardest present where people get stuck. It's like, okay, yeah. well, this is what I want. This is who I want to be. And then, and then an opportunity comes up and they just shrink back or, you know, mm -hmm. just sort of play small. But I think that's, yeah, that's one thing that, you know, between you and me want to emphasize is the going out there and actually doing the scary things and being super uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Always getting uncomfortable every single day, baby. <laughs> every day, every day. <laughs> okay. And my last question that I ask everybody who comes on the podcast is what is your number one hack for manifestation? Okay. The number one hack that I would say that I constantly ask myself, even when I'm sitting in front of my laptop or if I'm you know, feeling really frustrated and there's something that's going on that I can't control. I ask myself all the time, what would the ultimate version of Janika do? Mm. So what would Janika do here? And I almost take myself out of the situation and I step into the role of the higher version of me and I act as if. So I'm not 
faking anything. I'm literally just taking myself out of what I normally would do in that uh, space, whether that's feeling really frantic or overwhelmed or anxious. And I just say, okay, the ultimate version of Janika is calm. She's cool and she's got things under control. So let's go on with that energy and create content, feeling really calm, cool, and collected. And just again, tapping into uh, the energy of who I ultimately want to be because a lot of times we, we, we uh, react out of default, right? Mm-hmm. So just bringing ourselves back into, okay, what do I, how do I really want to deal with this situation? Um, who do I really want to show up as, um, which has helped me do my live videos and, you know, and it's helped me sell better. It's helped me do my discovery calls. Um, just tapping into that confident, um, bold, take it or leave it version of me. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I think that's so important. It's like the more we can make decisions from that perspective, the closer we are to becoming that version of ourselves. Totally. Mm, I love it. I've loved all of this. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. That was so much fun. I feel like we were probably just like having some wine minus the wine and this like amazing (laughs) conversation. (laughs) I know just sitting at the table. Okay. Tell everybody where they can find you. So you can find me at, uh, JanikaWhitney.co that's on Instagram. And so I'm sure you will leave the name and the spelling. It's yeah. a little bit, um, it's a little bit complicated. <laughs> so JanikaWhitney.co. I'm also rebranding everything right now with my website, but you can still find me at manifestlikeaboss.com. I'm all about um, manifestation and also taking action like a boss. Um, and you can also find me in my Facebook group where I offer free mentorship and Uh, business support and that's manifest like a boss um, Facebook group. Amazing. I will link it all below so you guys can check out all the goodness of Janika. Seriously a soul sister obviously because we have the same B-Day but love you so much girl. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Okay talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.